This is the Blaze Radio On Demand. We're at number 102 that we know of. 102 in the Clinton murder count. (laughs) This again? There's another one. There's another one, Stu. UN official found dead the very day he was set to testify against Hillary Clinton. Guess what happened to him? I mean, this is... I know exactly what happened This is a common occurrence. (laughs) Working out. At his home, not at some gym where people, you know, there's a lot of witnesses working out at his home, lifting weights. Barbell falls on his neck and crushes his his uh, throat. Dead. Killed him dead. And in today's world, I mean, when you're working out at home, more people have free weights than they do just a regular, you know, weight <laughs> right? set. Sure. Oh, sure. Wait, maybe they oh, don't. Wait. I'm sorry. He got... I mean, you, on the day he was set to testify against Hillary Clinton. Is that true? So I confirm that? That's, what do you mean, is that true? It's what it says in the story, it's true. Right there in the story, Stu. What story? So, from who? Um, are, you, are you going to, what are you going <laughs> to diminish? internet, Stu. Yeah. Uh, hidden Americans, according to them. And, uh, who? Hidden Americans. <laughs> It looks like the name of the website. <laughs> you really? It's not even a conspiracy site I've heard of. <laughs> I've never heard of it. Hmm. Does that does that diminish in any way uh, this story? No, no, it does not. <laughs> yes, it does. <laughs> no, a it lot. does not. I mean, they couldn't even get into the mainstream conspiracy circles. It says right here, Ash was doing court Monday with his Chinese businessman co-defendant Win Lap Seng who was charged with smuggling $4.5 million into the U.S. since 2013 and lying that it was to buy art and casino chips. And suddenly, he turns up dead. Yep. Uh, in a, uh, you know, in a barbell incident. Uh, how many people die from barbell abuse every year in the U.S.? Well, or anywhere like, uh, in the world? 71. 71 people? In the, in the United States. <laughs> Is that true? <laughs> I mean, it's a little loose. I think that's high. I think that's high. Men's Health says uh, 71 people died at the gym. So that could be... Yeah, at the gym. Okay, that's not a barbell dropping on them, though. At home. Some of them are, surely. But, I mean, not all. Probably more more likely heart attacks. Could be. Or or it could be barbells falling on them. But, uh, you know, that we we have witnesses. Mm Mm-hmm. And people trying Mm -hmm. to save them. 
not at home before they're ready to test, just before right. they're ready so to you, testify. So your point, of course, being that it would be more likely if you had an incident at home that you would not survive it. Because mm. there's not a lot of people to help that's you. That's correct. That's what, yes, dude, that's right. Right. So if he actually did have an accident, this is actually explains the story fairly well. It does explain the story. Yes, it does. Mm. So you just made it in point that completely hurt your conclusion. No, it explains <laughs> the story exactly why he was murdered that way. Right. Because oh. the Clintons know right. that uh, now without witnesses, it's going to be impossible to prove that it was. I want to make sure we're, we, we are starting the show with this. I want to make sure. I, I want to sure, no, understand. No, I, I this mean, is not like now the official like 30 seconds we start the show with something random and then mm-hmm. go into a story. Mm-hmm. This is the starting story. No, it's not. Okay. No, this is the 30 seconds. Are you saying the man's life was nothing to you? Oh, who? You didn't even know who he was. As this is victim 102. Come on. How many is it going to take before you finally take notice? Uh, I don't know. I think 103 <laughs> is, is the minimum number. Okay. Until You're going to be on the lookout. Watch for victim 103. <laughs> it's really just one is enough. Uh, but oh, 103. Oh, that one happened. Stew. One of the 103. If you can prove one of the 103, it would, it would be helpful. That, that, is gonna go that was done a long time long ago. long time ago. Holy cow. <laughs> How about Vince Foster, who shot himself in the head four times That's and then dragged himself across the street and dropped his body at the park? That it's not what happened, and you know that's not what happened. So, you did an entire <laughs> series on her scandals and did not. All right. Um, All right. So I do have a um, uh, an important thing, an actual important thing to talk about. Like this isn't right. 102 yes. people dead at the hands of the Clinton family as is not pa- important. As passionate as, as I know both of you are about uh-huh. that topic, I can yes. guarantee that this one is more important to you. All right. Mac and Cheetos on the show today. Holy cow. Okay. Oh, yes. We're talking Burger King, Mac and Cheetos. We're talking macaroni and cheese fried inside of a crispy shell with Cheeto dust on the outside. That's what we're talking about. That's happening mm-hmm. today on this show. I love it. I it's, love it. I, it's probably the most important thing in the world today. Yeah. I mean, Clinton death and murder is one thing, That's but one delicious thing. food Whatever. is a whole nother story. I am very excited about this. I, I, they really should get Trump to, to do the commercials. First of all, he needs the money. Yeah. Uh, second of all, Cheetos, there's obviously a close tie there. <laughs> Uh, they're both orange. They're both orange. Mm-hmm. Um, and as we have demonstrated on this program, we believe that he uses Cheeto dust on his face to make himself look so orange. <laughs> um, so uh, we're just throwing that out there. Yeah, I mean, it's there. a good idea for him. Mm-hmm. He, won't, he won't take us up on it, but no. that's all right. Uh, meanwhile, John Oliver, uh, oh. uh, uh, over the weekend, latest episode of his brilliant uh, <laughs> HBO satirical news comedy show. Patty was very upset about Brexit last week. Very upset. I uh, did Brexit. not want that to happen. He had absolutely no argument to, <laughs> to back. I mean, his arguments were horrible. Um, I like the, the, my favorite uh, tweet probably on, on Brexit uh, overall mm-hmm. came from, uh, let's see, where is he? Um, Andy Levy. Do you know who he is? I, he's, no. He's, I don't know who he is either. But I've, I've read, I, he's, he's retweeted a lot, and, uh, and it seems to be pretty funny. Um, but anyway, he says he r- really felt like Brexit wouldn't have happened if there was a British version of John Oliver, um, which... Shockingly, there is. And I think uh, he's right. He is uh, yeah. British. Yes. So. Uh, I love this because he here's a guy who made this. No one really. I mean, look, we followed it because we're news junkies. There are a few people who followed Brexit a little bit. 
Um, and, but again, even here, it wasn't that big of a story until the vote was coming up that week. Mm-hmm. Uh, John Oliver made it his big thing. You know, no one in his audience had even thought about it or knew about it, uh, made it this big story, and then it gets defeated. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he's pissed off about it, apparently, and went off uh, this this week. Let's watch. Oh, we can't watch because John Oliver, well, there's no video of his show. <laughs> There's no video of John Oliver. I mean, it is. A sh- it's a television show. But well, we don't have the it's video not. It's. Like it's uh, I'm pretty sure it's pounded out into stone tablets and distributed. Really? Yeah. Okay. Distributed to people on tablets, and we're we're waiting for the tablets to arrive here, and then we can show them to you. Yeah. So there oh, you wow. go. So at some point we will have a video. <laughs> Big that. stone tablets. Uh, he doesn't like. Um, doesn't like uh, <laughs> David Cameron. Which who he called Which a bad is, name is weird because he Cameron called him a pig effer. Yes. Now, I, C- Cameron supported staying. Yeah. But I guess from what so, I understand, and again, I don't know this. I, I don't know British politics. This, I, their system is ridiculous. Yeah, it me. is. It's weird. However, uh, they basically said Cameron was the one who allowed the vote. Yes. He didn't have to allow them to vote. It's like that's not <clears throat> so. Cameron's a bad guy for allowing the people democracy? actually make a decision. Yeah, we, these people who love they, democracy, oh, like every they, other topic. Democracy is all they talk about. Right, they love it. But democracy, one, democracy, social justice, and democracy are the two things they love the most. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so, when you actually let democracy rule, uh, then you have a problem with it if it comes out against you. Right. So. I mean, I, I don't understand this whole thing against uh, self-determination. How could you possibly be against that? How does that make you a xenophobe if you want say in your own future? If you don't want all the decisions coming at, or many of the decisions or any decisions mm-hmm. about what you have to do and what you have to abide by and the, the laws that you uh, have imposed on you and the regulations that you have imposed on you if they're coming from brussels rather than london are you kidding me hey, you're just, and i'm pissed off about that that makes me a xenophobe i, mean, I don't even like it in the united states i, I, I don't like decisions made by my state <laughs> or my local uh, area rather than the federal government um you know uh, can you imagine uh if if they were coming from mexico city let's say we're part of a north american union and been proposed many times. And, and and what happens is we, we've decided because, you know, America is too American. And so the headquarters certainly can't be here, can't be in Washington. We already we're already too powerful. We're going to make the headquarters of the North American Union Mexico City. Uh, let's make it Belize City. OK, Belize City. It should be in Belize. City. And you 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 have you, a bunch of <laughs> officials that you send to the North American Union Parliament. Uh, maybe you have a, a good representation of Americans, but you also have uh, outnumbering the Americans there all kinds of Mexicans and Hondurans and Brazilians and Costa Canadians Ricans. and Costa Ricans mm-hmm. and whatever. Mm-hmm. And so they Brazil vote against Brazil. the interests of the United States. You know they would do it every time, even if you had good representation from yeah, Americans. Sure. They'd be outvoted by everybody else. That's what's happening in Britain. So they're outvoted. So then now they say that we have to have these egregious restrictions on uh, on automobile travel. We're causing too many carbon emissions. And so instead of driving to work now, you can only do that three days a week. How would you like? I mean, uh, that kind of stuff could happen. It could absolutely happen. And that's the kind of thing that's going on in Britain. And they're frankly sick to death of it. It essentially boils down to... Um, no taxation without representation. They're being taxed on things. They're getting 
uh, restrict. They're getting all of these uh, restrictive regulations on things, and they don't have proper representation. They've got a few guys, but they're outnumbered. I mean, it's it's almost like the American Revolution all all over again, just for Britain, and they didn't like it, and they voted to end it. I mean, who, how can you blame a, a people like that? It's crazy. I, I, mean, I really it's absolutely don't. nuts. You know, and again, and you brought this point up uh, <clears throat> off the air, I think, on uh, on radio uh, during Radio Pat. But it's like it's such a good point. This is something that's like it's brand new. It's not like this. It's like not like saying, well, we've been in the European Union since 1810, and now right. all of a sudden they, it's 1993 they started this. Yeah. Uh, and Marissa, I mean, even in its current form, until much after that. Um, this yeah, is, it took a long time. It took a long time for countries <clears throat> to join and everything else. Like, I mean, and I get that that the left wants it, so anybody who violates it is a bad person. But I mean, uh, you know, who gives a crap what you think? Like, mm-hmm. I, I don't care. Mm-hmm. I mean, they have voted this way, and a sense in a sensible vote. I mean, I you know, to act as if fifty-two percent of the United Kingdom is xenophobic is absurd, and everyone knows it's crazy. It's crazy. They're not. I mean, even by the ridiculous standards, um, you know, even being, you know, like trying to say that if you want to even say that conservatives in the United States are xenophobic, if that's your standard, which, of course, for someone like John Oliver, it is. Even with that standard, the people in, the, in Great Britain aren't xenophobic. Like they're not even to that point. Mm-hmm. They're not even to the point where they, you know, generally favor uh, conservative principles. Um, and yeah, and then we'll still vote for Donald Trump. They, they're not even at that point. They're at a point where like they're like, ah, yeah, you know, we're still European and everything. But like, we just like to have some more control here, so we can make more of our European decisions kind of here, even though they're still going to seem very European, but won't no, will no longer really technically be European. You know, it's like I, that is not a high standard. The idea that this is crazy, and by the way, several other countries have almost done it. They've can talked about it. Many countries want to do it. You're trying you, now. Now that the that because really the toughest one I would say to get outside of maybe Germany and France is probably the UK. Now that they got the UK out of it, or at least they're mm-hmm. they're going. It seems like they're going to be out of it. Um, there's certainly some pushback on that. Well, it's not really binding. You know, I don't know. I mean, it's not really binding. We could just not do it, right? Um, but if, assuming it does actually happen, you tell you said these other countries are not going to come along. I mean, the whole thing might dissolve. And you know what? Good. You know, giant continental unions uh, are not good things. Okay? We have countries with sovereign rules and identities for a reason. This whole pitch that we get all the time, well, cultures are so important. We must have different cultures. Where do you think cultures go after 100 years of a giant union? They all all, become, there is no culture. Mm -hmm. There is no Britain. There is no Germany. There is no Spain. I mean, you know... Obviously, there are cultural differences in the United States, right? California has a different culture than Texas, obviously. But there's still always been an over, uh, overall general principle uh, where, you know, the United States, you come to the United States, you generally get people are independent. You generally get people, uh, you know, have, you know, uh, the sim- similar principles as others in the country. Now, of course, we have all sorts of people that don't have the same exact ones, but there's a, a cultural feeling in the United States. But, you know, that, that, that stuff starts to go away when you just mesh everyone together and make all the rules the same for everyone. This is why we don't like the federal government. We want to keep the different cultures of the states, um, you know, generally speaking. 
Um, so I don't know. To me, it is a uh, it's a no brainer. I would have voted for it, even if mm. uh, people were saying, "Well, look, the Dow might go down a thousand points." Is that you know? If the Dow's going to go down a thousand points because a country decides to pull its sovereignty, well, then you know we're all too tied together overall anyway. Uh, and again, this whole we kind of mentioned this on uh, the radio show on Friday, but the idea that Donald Trump had anything to do with this is so ridiculous. Number one, he didn't know what the word Brexit meant like last week. Okay, he didn't, I doubt he still he does today. I, I doubt he does either. He also didn't know who Boris Johnson was, who's the mayor of London, the guy also uh, who, uh, another name for John Oliver, um, yeah, he's the ex-mayor, sorry, of, uh, of, uh, of London. Uh, what did he say? There's a Boris Johnson Shaved quote somewhere. Shaved orangutan. Shaved orangutan. He didn't know who he was. He never even heard. He never, now, again, this is a guy traveling to Scotland in the middle of this. Doesn't even know. Uh, who the mayor of London was and the guy leading this moment. Although I would say he's not the leader of the movement. I, I mean, I, you know, at least from our perspective here in the United States, Daniel Hannon has been the guy that we've looked to over and over again for issues like this. He's favored them getting the hell out of the EU for a long time. He argued, it was, we showed the video on this show, fire me. Please, fire me. I want to get out of the European Union and then I want to have a job and I'll have to deal with it, but fire me. Um, and his, here's his tweet on why he voted. I voted leave because I prefer democracy to oligarchy, liberty to conformity, free trade to protectionism. How in the hell is that movement tied to Donald Trump? I mean, it's not. Voting for free trade instead of protectionism is not a Donald Trump vote. It's the exact thing he's standing against. They have nothing to do with each other. It would be nice if U.S. journalists realized that. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. But again, you know, I don't know. Uh, this is one other uh, interesting stat on this um, that you might uh, appreciate. Because a lot of people are saying, well, Trump could do it. Look at Brexit. I mean, you know, the Brexit polls all showed that it was going to lose. And actually, the Brexit polls didn't. Um, this year, 2016. The ones we saw uh, had them ahead. Yeah, Leave was winning. For a while. In fact, Leave won mm-hmm. 49.4% of, mm-hmm. of the polls uh, taken in 2016. So about half of the polls... Uh, leave one. About half of the polls remain one uh, in the uh, polling on on Brexit. Uh, for Trump, he has won six point six percent of the polls since the beginning of the year. So Brexit was winning half. Trump has won six percent of the polls. It's gonna be uh, so. You're saying there's a chance. That's exactly right. <laughs> uh, that is really yeah, we are talking okay. Dumb and Dumber level. Yeah, definitely. Here. No, it's possible. No doubt about it. No uh, doubt about it. But I mean, yeah, well, Dumb and Dumber was one in a million. It is better than much better than one in a million. It's probably twenty to thirty percent chance he has <laughs> to win, but that's not very good. Especially against Hillary Clinton, you, you should be putting him in someone who has a sixty or seventy percent chance of mm-hmm. winning, not twenty. You know who's smart and smarter is are, are, those are the people who are uh, preparing for any kind of emergency, and uh, you can start your short term. Emergency food supply with our friends at My Patriot Supply. They do a lot of thinking about the ingredients you're going to like. I mean, they don't just throw together a bunch of slop and then say, hey, this is going to stay good for 25 years and you can eat it then if you need to. Because really, when you get hungry, you'll eat anything. That's yeah. not their frame of mind. That used to be ours. Mm-hmm. My wife would always say, I, I'd always say, what are we going to do with this bucket of beans? What are we going to do with this bucket of cracked wheat and barley? 
She'd say, well, when you get hungry, you'll eat anything. Yeah, but I don't mean to because right. they have good food. I kind of felt that way as well. I mean, you know. If yeah, you're gonna I have, too. Because, you know, you know what? If you got to have an emergency, you, gotta, you know what? You might have to eat dry oats and just, like, mm-hmm. mash them in your mouth with spit so you have to get, so you can get them down your throat. Yeah, you can get, can you get through that. Now sure. you're sure. talking. Uh, sure. Yeah, now you're talking. However, for, when it's only because I, you know, my, my assumption was, well, you got to spend hundreds and hundreds of dollars, and I don't know if this is going to happen, and I don't want to waste the money. Well, I mean, ten bucks, ten bucks for your first three that, days. Of they've answered that concern, yeah. uh, and so now you have to spend ten dollars, and you get the three days of food, and the food's actually good. Why the hell wouldn't you do that? Yeah, but the sad thing is, there's no way to get in touch with them to say, hey, yeah, I'd like that. <laughs> I'd like that's that such deal. a good deal, and you can't get a hold deal, of them. And you can't get a hold of them. Well, there's dumb. no way. It's just, it's sad. I don't, I don't know why they didn't set something up there. Well, they actually did. They gave a phone what? number. Yeah, 888-411-6844. Huh. Wait, give that designed. to me again, because sure. I heard that if I hear it twice, it's better. Yeah, 888-411-6844. You know what or, else I've heard? I've heard it. You give it three times. It's even better than that. Well, how about I'll give you the website three times. Uh, wait, the blaze. there is a website? Preparewiththeblaze.com. Yeah, prepare, prepare with, with the blaze. The blaze. So if I don't have a telephone to dial 888-411-6844. See, so you got it in a third time. That was really good. Or I could go to the Internet and do what? Prepare with the blaze.com. In the next 19 seconds, you could sell your home. Okay, it's. I mean, it's not going to sell your home. I mean, this, but it, you're going to take a big step toward getting it sold. Go to realestateagentsitrust.com and find an agent selected by my team, a professional who shares your values and speaks the truth. Sell your home fast and for the most money. Get moving at realestateagentsitrust.com. We're finding this all over the place. No, we're not. Oh, New York Post. Okay. All right. New York Post. Troubled ex-U.S. official, ex-U.N. official, Mm -hmm. dies after barbell falls on his neck. All right. New York Post. Okay. Mm -hmm. Uh, Former head of the U.N. General Assembly facing uh, criminal charges Mm -hmm. in a federal bribery case died of asphyxiation after dropping a barbell on his neck. After he dropped a barbell. Yeah. Uh-huh. After it was accident. <clears throat> Death was ruled an accident. Um, I'm looking to see if it mentions... <laughs> they wouldn't have led with the Hillary Clinton tie? <laughs> no, because it's all a cover-up, Stu. Uh. And, in fact, they don't mention... <laughs> a nice cover-up by the New York it Post. sure is. I just... Just to remind you that you use this as your evidence that it was true. Oh, crap. Then we have (laughs) endingthefed.com, which you know is accurate. They might have some inside information. Okay, ABC7. Let's see if ABC7 mentions the fact that he was going to testify. Former... So he was testifying uh, in something. I guess the the speculation is, well, it would have been anti-Clinton. Is that... Yes. Uh, But this makes no mention of testimony either. (laughs) <laughs> I, I don't know of a trial involving Hillary right now. Do you? No. So that that part. I mean, did he die uh, from barbell abuse? Yes. The barbell abused his neck and crushed it, which is not cool. That's uh, not great. And it's not smart. Let this be a lesson to you, kids. Do not lift free weights at home by yourself without a spotter. 
Especially if you're going to go uh, testify, testify against, against the Clintons. That's a really bad, really bad. Really bad. As a matter of fact, if you're going to testify against the Clintons, I would say have all free weights removed from your home. Yes, as well as guns and knives and drugs. No, going to a gun-free and, zone is uh, proven to be a great way to stay alive. Oh, yeah, yeah that's, that's a good that's idea. True. You might want to have true. more guns, uh, apparently, if this is, if this is true. Uh, all right. Which it's not, by the way. In the post- no well, can't just throw that I mean, out there, even, which is not, by the way. I mean, We've already proven getting, that it is. Like, I mean, look, Matt Drudge and Breitbart.com will say anything in the world to help Donald Trump, and they're mm-hmm. not even reporting this. True. Like, they would, li- they would say, they said JFK was assassinated by Ted Cruz's dad to get Donald Trump elected. Yeah. They were writing stories about that, and yet they wouldn't run this. Uh, you know who is Not running it? WeHeartHillary.com, UN official found dead, was set to testify against Hillary Clinton the same day. So they're also yeah. reporting well, they, the same he thing. Was, he was... WeHeartHillary.com. That's not a thing. <laughs> not reporting. <laughs> WeHeartHillary, what is that? Let's see uh, how credible WeHeartHillary sure, is. I'm sure it's hugely, uh, hugely credible. Oh, you know it is. You know it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they write in big headlines, too. Which it always makes you more credible. Which makes Capital you... Capital letters and big headlines. Why are, are we doing now a second Weird. break on this stupid thing? Is that mm. where we are? No, that's not where we are. Uh, no. We need we need to actually talk about this uh, 2.8 tr- 2.08 trillion dollars uh, 2.08 trillion dollars wiped out from the global equity market markets on Friday. See, they try to frighten you with this. That it's really only real if you cash out that day. Why would you do that? You write it out. You wait. They tend to come back. They did after 08. We, we regained all that money and then some. And, yeah, it's, it took an initial hit. There's right. no and doubt about because that. Of, and, beca- and that's because markets don't like change. However, this is a good change overall. I think you could look back at British history and say perhaps their best days were before 1993. Yeah. Uh, I don't think it's that big of a deal, as, as Daniel Hannon pointed mm. out in his uh, thing uh, that we played earlier this week. They were 30th in GDP. P and then now there's or they went from uh, I can't remember the thirty percent GDP thirty percent to seventeen percent um, and by the way and that was all of Europe by the way yeah, right yeah um, uh, Daniel Hannon will be on the radio show later this week uh, nice to, to uh, I think it's this week well, let me just uh, check that little message I got there and uh, he will be on Wednesday Radio okay. Wednesday uh, to talk about this and he's the guy I mean if you want to have somebody who knows what the hell they're talking about on this Daniel Hannon's the guy. Mm-hmm. Um, he's been talking about this for a long time. I mean, he's, it's been years. He's been wishing for this for years, and now actually looks like he's going to get it, uh, which means, by the way, he loses his job. Um, but there you go. Good for him. Um, now, uh, 17 million people uh, voted against um, the EU, um, which is, about, I think they needed like 16 million or something. They knew that number really early. Like they must mm-hmm. have known the amount of people who voted and they were able to project, predict uh, really early how many voted, votes were needed. It was like 16.4 million or something and they got to 17.2. Well, with whatever. the total amount of votes, I think that was like 70% or a little over 70% of the people voting. Yeah, really well, That's a good out. number. Um, I guess that's not unbelievable in the UK. Although it's a lot for a referendum. Yeah. 
you know, people don't usually vote referendums. They don't care as much. This was a big one, though. It was a big it was, one. It was a big and one. And it even made bigger from our president, uh, Barack Obama, when he went over there and threatened them. Uh, yeah, I love that. Not to you're going to be in the back of the line. Back of the queue. Shut up. Back of the queue. You're still our friend. Uh, I'm sorry. Are you punishing uh, a country for taking action on their sovereignty? Right. That, that, that's what we're doing. I just want to make sure I understand. And the answer with him is yes. Yeah, absolutely it is. It is. Yes. Um, you know, and, uh, you know, trade is something that especially allies. I mean, there should be nothing going on with that. There's mm. no penalty. This is why mm -hmm. I hate terror. I mean, this is why I'm a you know, free trade guy. And again, Daniel Hannon's argument for this was free trade. Right. That, right. You know, it, this is not like I want, I want the opportunity to put more tariffs in. That's not what he was arguing. Mm -hmm. He wants the trade to be free. They'd be able to, to, to do what they want to do with other countries. Um, and uh, that seems to be rational. I don't, I don't understand why it's problematic, but... And one of the things that they had that they were all wound up about in uh, the United Kingdom as well was was immigration, because when you were involved in the uh, European Union, once the immigrants were to get uh, you know, rubber stamp, they'd come into Germany, uh, Germany would rubber stamp them, then the United Kingdom had to take them, which was turning into a big problem with them. So they were, uh, you know, the, the nationalists were a little upset about the immigrants being forced upon the country. That was a big deal. Yeah. Uh, also, apparently, there are eight other EU nations that would eh, pretty much, and they'd like to at least vote on it. They'd like to at least have their say. And they, they include France, which would be huge, uh, Netherlands, Italy, uh, the Swedes, the Poles, the Belgians. Can, can we see the chart? Um, here's a look at who else wants to leave. They want at least a referendum. And right now would vote to leave. Now, voting to leave would not win in any of these countries as it stands right here. But of course, this is before the campaign. Right. And also before the UK. This is, this is Italy, France, Sweden, Belgium, Poland, Germany. <laughs> if, if they leave, Spain, Hungary, it's over. It's over for the EU. And you see over 55% in Italy. Uh, about 55 in France, uh, it's about 44, 43 in Sweden, and so on. But uh, nobody is at the 50% mark in voting to leave. However, like you said, that's before the referendum. Might be higher now. Might be higher. If Britain is gone, a lot of these other countries are going to want their own sovereignty, too. They're going to they're want their own self-determination. And if Germany decides to go, then... You know, you might as well call it a day for the EU. Yeah, it's pretty well over at that point. Triple eight seven two seven Beck. Eight 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 seven two seven B E C K. I love, by the way, one of my favorite stories. And we can go to break. Uh, but the, uh, the the Gibraltar vote. Mm -hmm. um, so the, Gibraltar is an overseas territory of a rock. What's that? It's a it's a rock, right? Does anybody live on Gibraltar? Oh oh oh! I, th oh, I thought you were saying it was I R I R A Q. No. Uh, no, it's a rock. Uh, there are a few people. It is a rock. Um, uh, however, it is, you know, uh, basically, it's not even close to the UK. It's, it's almost right. it's on Morocco. the other side of right. Europe. Right, yes. It's yeah. on the other side of Europe. It is uh, connected to uh, Spain, uh, but also right across uh, the, uh, the water from Morocco. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, so they are... You would assume they might be favorable towards staying because, I mm -hmm. mean, they're essentially not really part of the UK. Why would they want to pull out? They're so far away. Um, they voted, I think it was 95 to 5 to stay. 
Like, well, to the stay. rest to stay. They were like, no, we want to stay. We promised. I mean, they see themselves, obviously, as more Europe. Spain, probably, yeah. than they do. But also, like, when you're that close to, the, you know, North Africa, mm-hmm. um, a lot of times, you, you know, you kind of want a lot of people on your side. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yes, it is a, it's yeah. essentially a rock. Yes. Triple eight seven two seven back. More patents to it. Come on. Ah. Do I not? A. R-O-C-K in the USA. Do a triple eight seven two seven back. Uh, remember the movie Fame. Forever, Fame. Forever. I live forever. I want to learn how to fly. Well, I don't Fame. think anybody. I don't think I've ever, ever taught anyone to fly at that place. Never. Not even in an airplane. You know, and every time this school is mentioned, they say this is the school that inspired, inspired fame. fame. So. So what? So, so what? what? It's a, it was a crappy movie. Yeah, and uh, wow. uh, I didn't like that, and I, I don't particularly. Here's the prom queen from, from the Fame School. Uh, there he is. Now again, they're gonna, they're listing him as what non-binary? Non-binary, gender fluid non-binary is yeah. how he lists himself. Now non-binary at uh, LaGuardia High School of Music and Art and Performing Arts. Non-binary describes any gender identity which does not fit in the binary of male and female. Um, they so, but I mean, again, he's wearing a skirt. Like, right. Does, doesn't I mean? I, is that my sort of like? Is this the sort of thing, Jeffy, that I don't understand? <laughs> when, like, if you wear a skirt, that, that has is. nothing to do with your gender, right? Correct. Usually, yeah. though, oh, forget it. I'm not going to say anything about usually because that means I'm saying something is unusual, and then wow, um, this is some of the some of the uh, terms that uh, this particular gender site uh, describes non-binary as. All right. Uh, to have an, uh, an androgynous gender identity. Yep. To have an identity between male and female, such as intergender, which is yeah, also beyond, uh, intergender, and then there's the, the beyond male and fe- masculine and feminine. No, well, of that. Is, so okay. you're super gender. I'm, sorry, go ahead. I'm super gender. <laughs> I am neither or both. <laughs> I mean, Man I, and woman. Look, I, you know, I get that people are different. I, I got it. Mm-hmm. But it's like, can you imagine, just separate from be- this, how you could spend your life focusing so much on what gender you are? Like, I mean, I, I, I it's like when it eats up, I don't know, 80, 90 percent of your time, maybe you just say, I don't know, I don't, female and go with it. Right. Like, mm-hmm. I understand that, like, you might say that that doesn't really fit. But even if it's wrong. Like, wouldn't you just you, not want to spend that much time on it? Like, it just seems like it eats up the time of people. Of right, right. Go ahead, give it to him, you, Jeff. You uh, hate I, it. So. I, you hate monger. Hate you monger of mongering hate. Yeah. You cauldron of boiling hate mongering hatred. Wow, that was so ignorant. I can't even look at you now. I can't even look at you. I mean, I you make me sick. You know, I'm sick at my stomach right now just looking at you. That's how hateful you hate mongering mongers are. Considering I phrased it as a question, you might understand that I no. am admitting ignorance no. on the topic. I don't understand it. No. Good. 
Gosh, man, that was... Oh, you're going to go in the Hitler side. You made you me see, sick. <laughs> you heard out on camera, just gave the Hitler side. I want that pulled for future use. Uh, Pat just gave the Hitler side. This no, is like, I did not. Do you want to ask the Trump voters no, to not. pledge their loyalty <laughs> no, for a I moment? Did not. Okay. No, um, You uh, got to also uh, have a gender identity which varies over time, known as gender fluid. Okay. Have multiple gender identities, such as bi-gender or, of course, pan-gender. Have neutral or non-existent gender identities, such as a gender or... Neutrois. Uh huh. Um, have a weak or partial connection to gender identity, known as demigender. Be intersex and identify as intersex, known as emulgender. Now, if you're intersex and you identify as intersex, aren't you just intersex? Why is there a third Again! Again! <laughs> you break out the hate! Holy cow! Is, is there that, no end it was a question. to the boiling I, cauldron of hatred welling up inside you? I, it just keeps spewing out of your mouth. Wow, thank you. Well, if we put other genders in here, <laughs> if you are a boy and I identify as a boy, you're known as... A you gremlin, should right? like stop digging. while you're behind. No, I don't, my think, friend. <laughs> I don't think I should. <laughs> you you should I'll have stopped rooting. before you started. But what, listen to this sentence. Okay. If you're intersex and you identify yeah. as intersex, you are yeah. known as emulgender. And? If you're what, intersex, do you hate emulgenders? And you identify you hate, me hate emulgenders. I can't even stop it. Oh, stop. I'm just saying. I know what you're saying, and I just wanted to stop. We don't want to hear it. <laughs> you identify as oh, it. Keep going and keep digging. Oh, oh my god! Just gosh. listen to my words for one moment. Uh, <laughs> Is there if, something bigger I can block so I do not no, have to hold see on. you? Just listen to my words. If you're intersex... And you uh -huh. identify as intersex. Yes. Wouldn't you just be intersex? He had to say it again. It's not enough for him to. Oh, thank uh, you, Jeffy. That's that's good. I, <laughs> but I thought you wanted an open one. conversation, a national. We do just. We want not, not, not that. in a conversation of hate. We don't want that. So you want a conversation, but you don't want an opposing viewpoint involved. Thank in you. Finally, you've gotten there. Finally, if we're there, then I can take this down. You can, we're take, there? It down. Okay. You can take it down. Now the listeners and viewers don't want you to take it down, but they but uh, you can take it down. Um, also, uh, it has pissed. Well, I am not done. You I hate you I Oh my God! You wanted done. to stop. He wanted to stop the truth. <laughs> oh, now it's on me. Yeah, that's better. <laughs> All right. This is cool. It's like a Thank video you. game. Um, yeah, that's it looks great. like a, like a like a Atari like a or something. Pixelated Atari or something. Um, have a culturally specific gender identity which exists only within the culture that they or their ancestors belong to. So may, I want to make sure mm -hmm. I understand before you accuse me of hate. Delayed, Mr. Hatemonger! <laughs> hey, so there it took are you that long to try no, to understand. I'm trying to articulate that's it. Like, you know what that's like, late. Jeffy? That's like David Duke saying, hey, let me just say something before you yeah. identify me as a racist. No. Yeah, you should have thought of that 40 years ago. <laughs> oh, no, I'm fully pixelated. <laughs> that's cool. Um, all I'm saying is, my question yes. is, mm -hmm. uh, is, is it true? Just because no, you no, word I, it I in a question it. doesn't mean the hate isn't there. <laughs> well, is it true, Jeffy? <laughs> I'm asking you, Jeffy. Is it true that there are genders that don't exist 
for example, in the United States, because they are mm -hmm. only existing in a different culture that we might not be familiar with. Okay. Is so? that true? Is that what that means? So? What do you mean? That's not an answer. I'm asking, is that what that means? Listen to this again. You have a culturally specific gender mm -hmm. identity, yeah. which exists only, only in the culture, within yeah. the culture they or their ancestors yeah. belong to. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So it doesn't even have to currently exist. It could only exist among their ancestors, mm -hmm. and therefore you can still have it, and it can't be on the list. Like 150 genders is never going to be enough, because there's some that are culturally specific only in ancestors. And they might mm -hmm. not even exist right now. Mm -hmm. Wow, that's complicated. Uh-huh. I will say this. I was watching uh, Patton Oswalt, a uh, comedian. Uh, mm -hmm. One of his shows, he has something on Netflix about this. And, of course, he is, I mean, he is, like, left of communist. Like, he is the <laughs> furthest left person in the universe. And I think he'd pretty much admit that. Um, and he, he, he does. So he's super, super, super left. And he's saying, he did a, you know, a thing on uh, his one of his comedy specials, and it's on Netflix. We should pull the, the video for it, because it's kind of amazing to watch. And throughout it, he just trashes conservatives as the worst people on earth. Like, that's basically the topic of the special. However, at one point, he goes in and says, look, I, am, I think he uses the word heteronormative. Um, I don't mean to use heteronormative standards here. Um, however... I'm the biggest supporter of the LGBTQ community on earth. Can you give me a break about these names? I'm trying to use the right one, but you change it every five minutes and I can't keep up. And every time I mm -hmm. use the wrong one, you yell at me like I'm the worst person on earth. I'm trying to help you. He goes on for about five minutes like this. I'm so glad that happens. And I am no glad kid. it happens because they, you know, every progressive like this deserves to yep, be victimized by this, by this culture. Now they're eating their own. Right. They created this whole thing and now they're being consumed by it. Yeah. However, it's like Good. If it's that bad. Good. Don't you, as someone involved in this community, say we got to <clears> make some freaking decisions <throat> here and not I mean, even the people who are trying <clears throat> to. Who, Patton Oswalt is to the left of I would guess ninety percent of the LGBTQ community. And they they still he can't be pleased by him. Yeah, I mean that's kind of an amazing. Uh, it's very statement. amazing, and it's to the point where uh, you know, are there any more liberal leaning students in America than probably the LaGuardia High School of Music and Art and Performing <laughs> Arts? Probably not, right? But because they elected a, a tr fluid gender gender fluid person. A person who identifies as non-binary as their prom queen, the the actual girls in the class were pissed off, and you know they they said um, it just sucks that men win everything. We thought we at least deserved that, <laughs> <laughs> but well, I mean, you know what? Your policies indicate you don't. Uh, your policies uh, and your understanding of the world and things that you fight for on a general basis indicate you do not deserve the, the role of pop. No, you don't. At least not at your school. Now, you're not going to come and change it in my school. It's a whole other issue. But if you want to have your school and you want to give uh, the gender fluid uh, some some love with the prom queen thing, well, that's on you, really. I mean, you can't complain about it afterwards. Um, and the, the, the congratulations went like this. Congratulations to Matthew Crisson on winning prom queen. You deserve it. Sincerely, the prom king. Of 2016. So, uh, it's, I mean, it's it's crazy. It, it's just it's nuts that girls can't even be prom queen in their high school anymore. I so nuts. want someone to do this and just 
dominate female sports. It has to happen in sports because that because everyone will be like, no, will, this is ridiculous. That's where Come they will on. draw the line. They will draw the line. I mean, it doesn't get, matter in life, but it matters in sports. Right. When somebody dominates them all year long in some sport like basketball, that's when you'll have a little a little pushback on this from the left. More patents too uh, coming up. It's inevitable, including the first ever. No one has even mm -hmm. tried one before. Not even the people who work there have tried a wow. mac and cheetos from Burger King. We will on this program today. Seven two seven back. It's Pat and Stu. Uh, Disney princesses, such as Elsa from Frozen. Mm -hmm. I mean, like I have to tell you this because everybody already knows it. They can damage young girls' uh, body esteem. They can kill Is body esteem. Body a esteem. Thing? It's a, it's a thing. It's a big thing, and they can damage it. Body and esteem is, it is a, a thing. thing, Jeffy. It is a thing. Yeah. So Jeffy. I want to make sure. Well, I just want to make sure the person I'm talking to is the right person, Jeffy. It yeah. is a thing, Stu. Yes, body esteem. Yes, <laughs> many uh, people, including uh -huh. myself, have been damaged by that over the years. Oh, is really? that what's damaged you? Have it's you not, been yes. damaged by Disney, by Disney yes. princesses? Well, yes, yes, and okay. by and right. by other. And by other princesses? Uh, by Besides other Disney? perfectly cut superheroes oh, that really? I couldn't be like because <laughs> I had to shop in the husky section. Yes, damaged. I thought you were athletically overweight. I didn't know you were husky. I am. And I, I struggled to reach that point to get away from the, the husky session. It wasn't yeah. Apple Pie's fault. It was uh, Disney princesses and other superheroes. Correct. Yeah, okay. All it right. wasn't well, the choices that's... you made. And then I learned from other superheroes that if I wanted to be better, all I had to do was take a pill. And so mm. I did. And, and that didn't, didn't work either, I, clearly. The, uh, the screen behind you Correct. does not agree with your analysis. Uh, what do you mean? He's fat. That's what it says. <laughs> um, fictional characters <laughs> loved by generations. Ever... Oh, that's good. Uh, actually <laughs> promote negative female stereotypes by indoctrinating little girls at an early age. Uh, Elson Frozen has an unrealistically thin waist. Like many Disney princesses over the years, including her sister Anna, Jasmine, uh, Ariel, Cinderella, Snow White, um, yeah. damn them, damn them. They're supposed to be glamorous. And, They're sp uh, and fat. They should draw them all to be large. Yeah, you know how well large that's women. I, just, let's see how the market reacts to that. Yeah, make your, make your princess fat and see what happens. Mm. I mean, again, like I don't care if the princess is fat, but I, I guarantee the people seriously. who like little princess movies want the princess to look like a princess. Like the perception we have. Oh, God. Right. Let's stop with your head around. Wow. Wow. Special episode. 
of spoons coming up later on Pat and Stew. Where are the Mac and Cheetos? Mac and Cheetos coming up uh, from Burger King, their new genius invention. Uh, 888-727-BECK. It is the Pat and Stew program. Uh, University of North Carolina has released an important list, and we want to show it to you now so that you don't run afoul of the things on this list and embarrass yourself and generations of your family. Are you speaking directly to me because I had my own little moment yes. with not understanding well, what intersex meant? Yes, in meant. part, but there's many There's many people just like you, just like you, Stu. Really? Um, who would say things like, when I look at you, I don't see color. You have just minimized or denied a person of color's racial and ethnic experiences, you bastard. Um, there's also, if you said to an African person, a person of African descent, can I touch your hair? Your appearance is exotic and foreign to me. That's what now, you're saying. So if an African That's like you stabbed them in the eye. Thank you for just stabbing me oh, with wait, a knife. Hold on. That's in not the what eye. I was going to say. Yeah. I, I was going to say, if an African American person were to come up to a person <clears throat> who had different hair from them and say, mm-hmm. can I touch your hair, that would not be hateful? No, that's fine. But wouldn't it that's also fine. be an exotic thing to them if they were from Africa? No. No. But, I mean, uh, Okay, just go with it. No. No, okay, but okay. hold on. Let me just... Yes. Um, mm-hmm. no. Is it okay no, it to ask a white person, can I touch your hair? Yes, that's fine. That's fine. Because they're what white. about an Indian person? That's no, not an Indian person. Why? It says only a Afri- person of African descent. Um, that's just an example. <laughs> it is? <laughs> yes. I don't think that's yes. true. It's just Jeffy? an example. I, I'm ruling on that one. I mean, it says... <laughs> To a person of African descent, can I touch your hair is wrong. But a person of Indian descent, that could be fine. You can touch a person of or, or Asian descent, for example. No, oh, good golly, no. <laughs> oh, my no. gosh, no. Why? The no. hatred spilling out of your mouth is just embarrassing. We're all but embarrassed. That's, it doesn't, why wouldn't it say that? It's Some of the camera people. Don't you not worry about touching other people's hair. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to touch anyone's <laughs> hair. How about that? gross. <laughs> all right, fine. Okay, now, if... You go up to a person of gender. <laughs> of gender? Of gender. Yes, that's what it is. Okay. Gender. You go up to a person of gender. It's pretty much anybody. And you say, I love your I love your shoes. Okay, when said to a woman in leadership during a Q&A after a speech. <laughs> really now, it's kind of specific, isn't it? It's really specific. What that means I is... I that happened to the person who wrote this. <laughs> yes, it did. Or when you walk up to someone named I Sarah... I love your shoes. Yeah. And then, uh, no. <laughs> because that means that I noticed you, how you look and dress. More than I value your intellectual contributions, how you look is really important, and it's not. Now, here's another thing. Interrupting a female-identified colleague or attributing her idea to a male-identified colleague. Holy crap, that's like genocide. That's like you killed every person in Cambodia. You're worse than pole effing pot Yeah. at that point. I think if you do that to someone, mm-hmm. th- that person has the right to kill you immediately. <laughs> yes, they, yes, they do. I don't mean to laugh about that because it, you seriously oh, say, should kill them. Were you laughing because it was so obvious? Yes. Like I just made the most obvious <laughs> statement? Yes! Thank you. Yes, exactly. Because um, if that's true, uh, if you say um, something like that, then you're saying um, uh, they are. You just don't understand these gender issues. That's. I think that's the, the mm-hmm. main confirmation. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you had to go in front of a judge at all, and you said, uh, "I had just gotten done with the presentation," and he asked me, uh, he told me that those were beautiful shoes I was wearing. That's why I had to kill him. 
And then they would say, okay, okay. that's okay. not a jury in the world would convict you. Certainly not the Supreme Court. <laughs> if you went up to a person uh, addressing a trans person with incorrect gender pronouns, oh, good golly. Calling them by former names, like him or her. And- <laughs> Inquiring about their real identity, asking them to explain their gender identity, or denying or failing to acknowledge their pronouns, name, or identity. As a trans person, you're inferior and less authentic than cisgender people. That's what you're saying to them. Wait a minute. So, again, asking them to explain so you would theoretically Mm -hmm. understand what they're going through, what their evolution as a person has been, Mm -hmm. who they are today... Asking them about that is bad. So how could you ever understand it? You just—it has to be like osmosis. You have to—you have to like yes. absorb it. Yes. You have to like just being around them. You must uh, absorb them. It. Just absorb it. Okay. Okay. Don't talk about it. Having an office dress code that applies to men and women differently. Oh my gosh, that assumes that your staff fits into one of two gender categories. And can also be a violation of anti-discrimination policies. So, well, I'm not even going to ask the question. The next one is uh, only having man, woman, or male, female options for your gender on forms. Oh, are you kidding you, me? That means you must fit into the gender binary and select among these predefined. It also categories. means you're a murderer. That's what it means. <laughs> Wait, it does? Yes. You've essentially murdered people. Essentially. Is there more of these? Yeah, I guess so. Religious. So what do we need to hold a brand new, just a page of... Male, mm-hmm. non-binary, cisgender, well, but and then again, at the we, bottom, as other. We, as we learn today, mm-hmm. there are culturally specific right. genders that may only exist in a tree of ancestors. So therefore, it might not even exist, and you're also hateful if you ask about it. So mm-hmm. how could you possibly have the right a number of boxes on a form? You couldn't. You can't. There shouldn't be a form. They shouldn't be asked. They shouldn't, shouldn't even ask the question, should they? But thanks to the University of North Carolina, we also know some uh, other microaggressions, like uh, you know, religious ones. Like when you say to somebody, "Oh my gosh, you don't look Jewish or Native American." <laughs> How many times? Or Muslim? How many times do I catch myself saying, "Oh my gosh, you're you're Jewish." You don't, you don't look, look it. Jewish. Wow, and, and you then, look so the, such a low percentage of Jew. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I usually phrase it. That's probably uh, a better way. Uh, yeah, and of You're, course, yeah. I'm so surprised. <laughs> At your percentage of Jewishness. I mean, that's not ma- macro microaggression. That's just stupid. Would, nobody would ever do that. Oh, my gosh, you don't look Muslim. Oh, my gosh, you don't look Jewish. How does a Jew look? I mean, we all know that by now. That one's not even new. That's just uh, that's just stupidity. Well, especially by religion. Like, you might say, uh, well, you're for, you were born in China. You don't look Chinese. I mean, like you could at least maybe, you know, because there's culturally, generally speaking, people. It's like, you know, uh, I'm sure people in other countries say that all the time. If someone comes to China <clears throat> that uh, is of Chinese descent and they say, I'm American. Well, you don't look American. That's not hateful. Uh, when it comes to religion, though, you're, that's kind of a different uh, thing, right? Because you're that's not a physically noticeable thing. You could be Jewish and not look Jewish, whatever that is, or Jewish mm-hmm. and not look Muslim, or Muslim and not look Muslim. I mean, I, you know? I mean, Gadan the American doesn't look Muslim, does he? I don't know. I mean, and yet, he, he's dead, isn't he? Yes. We, lose, we lost him. We lost him. Oh, okay. He darn sure doesn't look Muslim. He doesn't no, look not, now. Now. not now. Good point. Uh, in the workplace, please don't refer to your, uh, your spouse, uh, Stu, as your wife. That that just so offensive. Oh my gosh! You know why? 
because that sets the expectation that people do not identify as LGBTQ until they say otherwise or disclose their sexual orientation. So if you were to say, my wife, then that discloses that you're referring to a woman and that you're heterosexual. And it sets an expectation now that if somebody you're saying that to is LGBTQ, uh, that they're different than you. So I don't know you, and I come up and I say, mm-hmm. Pat, uh, you know, uh, how's your how's your wife? How's your girlfriend? How dare um, you? And that's I, what I say. How uh, dare you, you dumb but bastard? But you do have a, a wife. But pre- well, you didn't know that. You no. did not know that. And I am offended for my LGBTQ friends. <laughs> you say that so <laughs> naturally, I can totally understand it's sincere. Uh, next up is that's so gay. Yeah, I mean, we all I mean, know that we're one. Not I think to is, say that we all know that. I don't know any LGBTQ people. <laughs> so you have to openly declare your gender identity and sexual orientation for me to care about LGBTQ issues. This is—I mean—we're supposed to be mind readers now. We're supposed to be people who accept absolutely everything as the total norm. Well, I'm sorry. When only 0.3 percent of the population is a thing. That is not the norm. When only 2 to 7% of the population is a thing, that is not the norm. It goes against the definition of the word norm. Are you hearing this? Are you hearing <laughs> this? You bastard. Um, no, but it's true. Like, I mean, there's, so a, there's an element here. I'm so sick of it. Because even if you are the most... Uh, you know, you want to be friendly to the LGBTQ community. And we all do. And we all do. Um, uh, I, there's just a, a, a math thing here. Yeah. You're just playing the percentages. There's a 95% chance you, the person probably... Yeah, when I ask you a, about your wife, it's right. probably a wife, right? Pretty, if, yeah. if I know you're married, it's right. probably, probably not to a, a man. Right. Or another gender that you've never heard of because you're, you're, you weren't around in the ancestors of some culture. Uh, but mm-hmm. the point is, you know, you're playing the percentages. You you kind of you assume the most common thing. That's not that is not hateful, you know. No. And then someone says, "Oh, actually, uh, I'm actually gay and married to a man." And you say, "Oh, okay." Now, unless I run off screaming at the top of my lungs and saying that I don't want anything to do with you as a result, now finding that you're married to a man. Right. That's different. Uh, you know, that's, that's the part different. that's hate. Yeah. The part of asking something and assuming something that's incorrect is not hate. <laughs> no, you know, it's, it's, not. it's a friendly conversation. Like, if you have to watch what you say that much, how do you enjoy life? And if you care you so much that you're that sensitive to something like that, I mean, how do you get through life? Mm-hmm. It's got to be the worst experience. You know, just generally speaking, yes. you're torturing yourself constantly that everyone understands some gender thing that 0.03% of the ancestors of some foreign culture might adopt. It's going to be Holy just, crap. You're going to be, be miserable. There's even more of these. Yeah. Good golly! Okay, inability. You're not supposed to say, to say uh, please stand and be recognized. <laughs> because yeah. that's Chuck, stand up. Everybody right? in the building is able to do that. <laughs> Come on! There's not a single person in a wheelchair who's going to be pissed off. Oh, he said, please stand and be recognized. And I can't do that right now, so I am... Does anybody really get that way? 
Come on. How about, uh, I get it, I'm totally OCD about my files. Or, sorry, I forgot to send that email. I get ADHD sometimes. Oh, you now you've minimized the experience of people who live with these issues. Mm-hmm. Oh, good golly. How about, uh, how did you get here, Pat? How did you get here? What do you mean? Are you saying that I'm here illegally? No. <laughs> Why would you assume about, that? And and where are you from? You can't if you've got somebody who's got an accent, a really heavy, broken English accent. You can't ask them where are you from. That no, means no, you're you not American pack. and you do not belong to this community. Well, yes, yes, we know they're not American. We know that they didn't. They weren't born here. They they didn't grow up here. So they're from somebody somewhere else. Is that terrible to acknowledge? Mm. You speak English really well. Well, oh my. If you're born anywhere foreign, you cannot speak English. I mean, these are facts of life, people, right? Mm. You can't because you haven't been speaking it your whole life. You don't speak it as well as native born. It doesn't mean you're a bad person. It just means that you just (sighs) might not be able to do something uh, as well because you haven't done it as long. Last one here. Um, We're uh, done as a society. I think we should have our staff retreat at a country club. Let's plan a a round of golf. That assumes employees have the financial resources or exposure to a fairly expensive and inaccessible sport. (laughs) 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 Okay, we might as well just turn off the lights. There's just no point. This doesn't even mention the guy that had the big article about uh, wanting to uh, uh, get rid of the phrase start a family. Because uh, it means is get pregnant, try to get pregnant, have a baby, or adopt. It devalues any couple who doesn't happen to have kids for whatever reason. Wow. It devalues single people, too. Wow. We devalue Jeffy. Uh, well, it, it, freely listen, it, it originated from a heterosexist. A the what? heterosexist ideology. That's what you have, mm-hmm. Stu. I thought I had heteronormative. You have heterosexist ideology. So now a heteronormative is gone? And now we're into heterosexism. <laughs> Seriously, turn off the lights. It's confusing. Turn off just the nation's lights. Last person to leave, just turn off the lights. We're going home. Okay. Uh, 888 back is our phone number. We're going to tell you about uh, Super Beats. We're actually going to have um, Mac and Cheetos coming up in just a minute. Now, Mac and Cheetos <clears throat> is not typically part of a healthy uh, day of eating. That's why you mix in a little Super Beets. You don't mix them in with the Mac and Cheetos, but you have Super Beets, and you get the nutrition goldmine that Beets are. Uh, You know, Beets, you probably know. They're kind of weird-looking alien creatures. They're not creatures, but they look like weird-looking alien creatures. Uh, And uh, the good thing is, uh, you know, you're probably supposed to eat them, but you don't want to. Now there's a way to actually get the goodness of the beet without the beet taste. It's Super Beets. It's delicious, one shot, and you get all the nutrients that you need. Uh, they have black cherry flavor. They also have original with natural apple. Go to stewlovesbeats.com, stewlovesbeats.com, or 800-951-8896. Uh, all these uh, things, in the, you know, what are they called? Oxidants or what? I don't know. What is it? Nit- nitri- nitrates. nitrates or nitric oxide or whatever the heck they are. Look, the bottom line is you know they're good for you. You're supposed to be eating them. You don't do it. That's why you have Super Beats. Uh, love the results or get your money back. 800-951-8896. 800-951-8896 or stewlovesbeats.com. Check it out. Uh, 
Uh, by the way, breaking news, Elizabeth Warren now being formally vetted as possible VP pick for Hillary Clinton. Oh, what a horrible, horrible, horrifying, horrific ticket that would be. Oof. Jeez. Clinton Warren. I think they like Warren, you know, surprisingly not necessarily just because she's super mega liberal, which we all know she is. She likes to mix it up with Trump. She likes to be the insult dog. And I think yeah. to put Hillary at the top where she can look above it and let Warren, you know, uh, bombs away against uh, Donald Trump the entire time. Let those two uh, fight it out. Let him call her Pocahontas over and over again and, mm-hmm. and let that be the defining issue while she says, well, you know what? I mean, this is, you know, not my thing. I mean, she would never say that, but she would stay above it. Is probably smart in that she, Hillary Clinton, is very poor at that type of thing. She doesn't, mm-hmm. she's awful. She's stilted. Mm-hmm. She doesn't know what she's doing. So, uh, but where Elizabeth Warren seems more um, equipped, more well-equipped to be able to handle that sort of battle. Maybe they need somebody who's going to fire back at Trump. I mean, Elizabeth Warren is a little bit of an enigma to me because where, where did all this gravitas come yeah. from? She's won like one election. Yeah, and barely. One. I mean, I mean in, in barely she should in win by 60. Massachusetts yeah. where That's she should have won by 30 points. And then all of a sudden she's this incredible Democrat star. Why? She She's terrible. She's terrible. And I... I mean, if she, had she won in a landslide against Scott Brown, that's one thing. But she didn't. So I, I don't know. I'm a little perplexed by it. Uh, what, was the, what was the spread there? Because <clears throat> she should have won that election by 15, 15 to 20, maybe yeah. 25. Yeah, at I least. I mean, what was it? You know, let's look. I mean, I'm just kind of uh, thinking of this off the top of my head as we talk about it. But, I mean, what was the – Jeffy, look up the election of uh, – what was the the, the – the you know four, two, six years before that, what was the what were the results uh, before the war I don't know election? If it, was it six was that, years because Scott Brown won some special election, didn't he? Right, was that Kennedy? It was died? Kennedy died, and, and so it's, it's unfair to compare it to Kennedy. Who's the other yeah. senator in Massachusetts? Do you know, uh, Kerry. Kerry was, and he's he a kind was. Of a, who's the new one? Who's the Who's the new John Kerry over there? Check that out, uh, Jeffy. Uh, let's see. This is uh, where's the results here. Uh, results. Ed Markey. Oh, that's right. See what Markey won by. Uh, he she won by seven. Beat Scott Brown by seven. Yeah, and he was a. If I remember that race correctly, he was ahead for a good long time. Well, he won, and, and then, then he, so he was technically the incumbent. <clears throat> yeah, but she, but he was beating her, and I forget what happened. Uh, there was something that helped propel her past him. And then she she wound up winning by a little bit, but uh, yeah, it should have been at least fifteen twenty points. Yeah, I mean it's a seven point victory over Scott Brown. That is not impressive. No, I wonder what Marky won by. Do you have that, Jeff? Yeah, yeah it's okay. coming up right three, four, five days from now. Yeah, he'll have that. <laughs> Once we're on vacation, Jeffrey will give yeah. us a call. Uh, uh, he won by eighteen. We <laughs> won't know if it's true or if he just is saying eighteen. <laughs> Marky spoons. What? Okay, I don't what do we got, fully Jeffy? understand that. Jeffy? Jeffy? Yeah, he won. <laughs> By <laughs> Jackass. What yeah, do you, he won. He, he really? won, and he, he, he won because he ran a lower-profile race. No, You're I don't care about the deal. Really I want the, the votes. Really it's worthless. unbelievable. I mean, with one hand, uh, Stu is going to find this quicker than Jeffy. I mean... Go ahead. Go ahead, Stu. Prove me right. Uh, let's see. What, what year was it? 
I don't know. Do we know? <laughs> well, he was made Secretary of State in what, 2012 or 13? It's got to be 12-ish. John Kerry? And I just put Ed Markey uh, wins election. I know. It's giving me... You know, so it's surprising that uh, Jeffy still hasn't come up with this. <laughs> Are we uh, supposed to still be looking? Because Stu was supposed to already have this. 2014, so, is this him? No, Marty, this is, uh, I didn't even know I was going to continue to look, because I thought Stu oh, was going to have it already. Oh, you stopped, huh? Is that where it happened? Okay, Edward Markey. Uh, let's see. Edward Markey. Uh, 62-38. Look at that. I mean, see, that's what we're talking about. That's the kind of win a liberal should expect. In, in Massachusetts. In Massachusetts. And said she won 53-46. Now, I don't know. I mean, there's a difference in opponent. I mean, Scott and I Brown mean, was... Biz Markey was the guy who did that really terrible song back in 89. You got what I called need? Called Just a Friend or whatever. Oh. Right? You, you got what yeah. I need! <laughs> But you say I'm just a friend. Uh, Pat, Pat. You say I'm just a friend. And then a few years later, he goes on to win the senatorial race uh, in Massachusetts. Come on. It's Ed Markey, not Biz Markey. Oh. <laughs> no, it's different then, so, isn't it? Yeah, there you it's go. It's different. It is different. Never mind. That's, uh, you're, you're good at that. <laughs> um, all right, let's uh, hear someone else. Remember how bad that song was? Huh? Oh, yeah. Uh, he went on to do a lot too. Biz Markey did not have a bad career after the Biz What'd he do? thing. I think he became a DJ, maybe. Really? And actually, maybe a producer or something. And actually, went actually up with made a some money. Decent career, if I remember correctly. It's kind of weird. Yeah, that he's is, still like making really appearances weird. today. Like he's Biz still, Markey. Yeah, yeah. Biz, you go to bizmarkey.com. <laughs> yeah. Is he really? Yeah, he still does stuff today. The guy was quite a singer, I'll tell you that. Though. Yeah, He's, he was that. a personality, though. Yeah, he was. Um, yes, he was. Yeah. There's no doubt about that. Um, Bill Maher had uh, a, uh, a really a stupid kid. kid on the show. Uh, he's an environmental activist. Um, and again, you How do you see this guy's first name? Who's a coddle? She's a coddle? Hmm. Martinez, uh, 16 years old. He's suing the country because of you know global warming and stuff. Good. Uh, here's Bill Maher to kiss his ass. Watch. Oh, good. And you're a warrior for a great cause, which is the environment. I mean, you're here because you've made a lot of news. First of all, you've made three speeches right at the U.N. That's correct. Wow, that's three more than I've made. Uh, <laughs> and they were all on the environment. Environment, climate change, my generation, all about right. that. Yeah. Oh, my generation. Yeah, you're 16. The most annoying phrase in I, the you universe. You may be the youngest person on no our kidding. show. Set in record. That's what's up. That's, that's what's up. Yes. Brilliant. So... You, you, you have this lawsuit. Uh, tell us about the lawsuit. So myself and 20 other youth plaintiffs <laughs> are coming together and working with an organization to actually work with our judicial system. Okay, stop it for just a second. Okay. <laughs> oh, my God. I God. hope this isn't a heteronormative. You can feel it coming, Stu. It's exactly what it is. Uh, was that Chris? Chris from the... Yeah, that was the funniest thing Chris has ever said. I did not hear whatever Give he yourself said. a gold star for that. <laughs> I did not hear whatever he said. He says in my ear, is that Crystal Gale? <laughs> <laughs> you see him from the back, you think, hey, Crystal Gale is making it, a comeback. It does look uh, like no. it could be an offspring. <laughs> it's, it's it is. so funny. It, it, it did cross my mind. Does, did the point nine degrees... Does that cause hair growth at an at abnormal rate? I know. Is that, uh, I don't know. What's a what coddle? Uh, tell, tell us about this. Uh, what's, what's the deal with the hair? 
<laughs> no, what's a coddle knows what to be. Can we go back a little bit? Because I was laughing over a lot of this genius, and I don't want to miss it. No, because what's a coddle has got some things. What's a coddle has got some stuff to say. Yeah, so let's go back. It's funny too. I, go back. I, I kind of uh, figured this was going to be someone who <laughs> came off as like mm-hmm. wildly <laughs> intelligent, like some scientist kid. Yeah. Oh no, that is not oh, the vibe no. here. That's not. This, the vibe. this is the. Uh, it's like Yanni. Like I feel like he's going to bust out some a pan flute yes. in the middle of this. Uh, Not that there's anything wrong with the pan flute. I didn't say there was anything or, wrong with a pan flute. Or people who enjoy pan flute music. No, there's nothing wrong with that. All right, here you go. Let's see who hits a coddle here. What's a coddle? And you're a warrior for a great cr- cause, which is the environment. I mean, you're here because you've made a lot of news. First of all, you've made three speeches right at the UN. That's correct. Wow, that's three more than I've made. Uh, <laughs> and they were all on the environment? Environment, climate change, my generation, all about right. that. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you're 16. It sure does. Mm-hmm. I, you may be the youngest person on our show. Setting records, that's what's up. That's what's up. Setting records, that's what's up. Yeah, so, baby. You, you have this lawsuit. Crystal uh, Gale. Tell us about the lawsuit. <laughs> so myself and 20 other youth plaintiffs are coming together and Good. working with an organization to actually work with our judicial system to uh-huh. say that they have... That the, the government has a right, that we have a right to a healthy atmosphere. And they oh, are right. directly in violation of our public trust and of our constitutional huh? right to a healthy atmosphere. You think atmosphere. they're not doing our enough constitutional to help you breathe? Right to, to a, a healthy, healthy atmosphere. atmosphere. Breathing is part of your rights. I say it's pretty important. What's a coddle? Right. I, I mean, want to see that right. It's specifically in the Constitution, but life, liberty, and the pursuit of property. How could you have any of those? Bill bailed him out. Well, climate change is the defining issue of our time. It's the defining issue of our time. It connects every other problem. He's got the talking point. I love it. Come on. You do realize I that. want that kid on our show in the studio. Yes, we need what's a coddle. Come on, what's a coddle? Don't give me this defining. I know all the talking points. Tell me the statistics about how you're being deprived your constitutional right to a healthy environment. No atmosphere. atmosphere. <laughs> Good gosh, show me that clause. Uh, show me that article. Now look, we'll be able to tie it into because they were just made a big deal here in Dallas uh, about uh, air quality and smog. Uh, being uh, uh, in the Dallas-Fort Worth metroplex area, so we can get what's a coddle on that. Okay, Keith in in the oh, in the phone cave. We want what's a coddle on the show. <laughs> can we call him what's a coddle? Even though that's not his name at all. Probably. Yes. <laughs> yes. Okay. We uh, want I, what's a coddle. I don't care if it's if it's Skype, if it's on the phone, or if he's in studio. Be happy to pay for him to come to to uh, you will? Dallas. I'll pay. I'll, I'll pay the airfare for what's a coddle. I want to talk to this kid. I want to talk to him. The interesting thing is, like, I guess, like, a, a conservative, like, if you have a 16-year-old that knows the Constitution, you might trot him out on a show, and they might say, oh, well, right. but and this he might a, not really have an understanding. Freaking embarrassing. This is, embarrassing, this this is, is not a good. embarrassing to the liberal cause, and it's embarrassing to Bill Marty. Even and he on. even knows it. He uh, even well, knows. there's not exactly a constitutional right to, uh, right to have a healthy atmosphere, but uh, <laughs> uh, life. <laughs> Life living in the pursuit. So bad. Uh, so bad. Oh, God. It's, it's really, uh, it's silly. It's silly. What's a coddle? What's a coddle is going to be on this show. That was not what I, I totally did not, like, and then he's like, you, you know, it it's like, what's important? Yes. Like, why? What, what is First the, of all, kids from Connecticut. There's no question it, about yeah. it in my mind. <laughs> kids from Connecticut, because he said important. Important. Uh, and secondly, he's a Nimrod. 
I, I, he doesn't even know what he's talking yeah, about. He's not even a good spokesman. Not for a good crappy spokesman. cause. Uh, yeah. I guess yeah. look. I mean, you know, whatever. You're bringing a kid on the show. I, it's, you know, look. I guess like there's that thing where if you're liberal, you see him being involved, and you're like, hey, look, someone's involved and trying. A to A 16 year old with super long crystal gale hair is involved. Yes. Let's have him on the show. It's nice, but uh, right, I kind of, I kind of expected like. Something else something like, intellectual, a, a real smart kid. Right. Yeah, someone who really knows what. Yeah. You know, but I mean, whatever. I mean, I t- but it's it's silly. I mean, I will say, the average person on television knows no more about global warming than he does, which is nothing. That's very true. Right. And I mean, he, I, Bill know. Maher himself may not know much more than he does, frankly, because he does the same talk. Well, it's a defining issue of our time. Yeah, and, and that's, that's, that's what one does of, that mean? That's one other thing. Yeah, that, that's, that up. means it's nothing. A defining that means issue. Nothing. Why? Um, Why is it the defining issue? Because Give me. Five things that show you that catastrophic climate change is taking place right now mm. and that man is behind it. Well, 0.9 degrees over a century, Pat. Wow, yeah. that's kind of The oceans are rising. Crops are, are they? The oceans are rising. Except at a, slow, at, the, at, what, a slightly faster pace than the previous more, uh, uh More yes. hurricanes. Okay, well, stronger hurricanes. Sorry. No, Pat. No, <laughs> Not no, only no, they even no. tried that one anymore. Tornadoes, huge amount of tornadoes. They don't even try that one anymore. I'm sorry. That's they, will, they, they will do drought and they will do floods. So they'll there's five. We're well, done. there was a pl- flood that just killed people somewhere in just West recently. Virginia. In West Virginia. Yeah, yeah somewhere. They, I don't know where, but the, I heard there was rain. My reasoning is the past five things <laughs> you've heard bad about the weather the past couple years. That's mm-hmm. that's that's their reasoning. Um, yes, and, every time. And it's as annoying as the global warming stuff is that this guy spouts. Even more annoying is the my generation bullcrap. Look, Shut that up. is just an excuse uh, to, to, to not have a good argument. It's like, well, well, you don't understand. You're not in my generation. Okay, that just means you don't have a formulated argument. Mm-hmm. Okay, if you had a formulated argument, you could explain it to people who aren't your exact age. Uh, that is not a reason. Well, I'm, I'm sorry, you're not in my generation either, which right. means you probably don't have the wisdom that I've accrued over the years. Right. So why don't you and, shut up and get out of my studio? And, and you know what it is? It's What's almost it like an excuse. Like it's New York values, right? It's like <laughs> someone even here. You're already throwing them out. I'm sorry. Right, you know, it's what it, it is like New York values, where you would say, "Look, I don't have an argument about against abortion, but uh-huh. look, I grew up in New York, and everybody's against abortion there. And like, you know, come on, my New York values say that I'm, you know, I, I don't have a good reason to explain to you why I say this, but I've been surrounded." Yeah. By these Would people. you accept that? It's the same no. thing with, with, but that is what New York values is, right? Yes. When people say it, like, look, I grew up, <clears throat> you know, I say this about I, uh, guns. I say this about guns myself. I grew up in Connecticut. Okay, <laughs> there are no nobody had any guns there. I didn't know. I, I mean, again, in my at least in my circles, and I did not live in in a city, but I lived in in rural Connecticut, not in a farming community, but like a suburban town. Mm-hmm. And you know, I didn't know a lot of people who had guns. I never had guns in my home. Uh, they were not part of any any circle of friends that I had. I didn't grow up with that culture at all. And I would say that is a reason why I didn't understand those issues. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it was an excuse as to why I didn't know. Mm-hmm. And it, until I took the time to actually learn about the Constitution and understand why these things existed, that is when I became a Second Amendment defender. Uh, not because I was surrounded by people who didn't care about that issue, so I never cared about it. And it was my responsibility to gather the knowledge over a long period of time so that I understood the issue. My, the my generation thing is saying, like, look, what you don't understand is I don't know anything yet. So you should give me an excuse so I can support this dumb viewpoint. That is a that's a silly way to do it. Uh, when I was young, I tried not to do it because I thought it was a worthless excuse. 
saying like, look, I'm young, therefore I don't relate to your actual serious argument is just being pathetic. So there you go. You're just saying all these things now because you know when Wetzikotl gets here, he's going to shut well, you down. He's going to shut me down. Oh, man. All right, more patents, too, coming up. Hang on. We're going to get Wetzikotl here soon. Oh, yeah. Unfortunately, we're on vacation in two days. Ah! How oh, darn it. Yeah, I'm a Hi, uh, welcome <laughs> back, and we're glad you're here. Not Jeffy. Um, sure it's always good to make that clear. What do you mean? I'm glad they're here. No, no, we're saying I'm we glad don't, they're here. We'll be crazy. What we're no, saying we didn't is want we don't want you, you to be here. here. We don't so, like you. Fine. Uh, and another person we don't want here, uh, although we've invited him many times, is Chris Cuomo. Chris Cuomo, uh, he's in the Jewish Hall of Fame thing. member. Um, Proud, well, we invited him on the show man. many times, and he acted like uh, he didn't know at first. And then he, mm -hmm. even though he was tweeting us, uh, <laughs> and we told him we were live on the air. Come on, anytime. Yeah, uh, he's not been able to make it mainly because I guess he's been drag racing his old car, 1969 Pontiac. Uh, he got in an accident with it and crashed into a Mercedes. Oops! Oh darn! There's the car, and uh, I guess that's a nice a, car. Yeah, you like the old cars, Pat? Uh, some of them, yeah. yeah. Some of them. Mm -hmm. I, I wouldn't. Would I want it every day? No, because you know cars have improved over time. Oh my God, have they improved? <laughs> have they improved? Uh, I've had a and you got a little. Uh, you got a little uh, kind of a fun little toy. I did. Uh, I just. I've always, my entire life, wanted an MG, one of those old like British, ro you know, roadsters. Mm -hmm. um, and for a, Brex, it's a, it's I got a nice it. little burnt orange yeah, MG. It. And uh, it's, it's cool looking. It's. Uh, I bought it as a Brexit present. Oh. Um, uh, <laughs> back when uh, Britain was Britain, you okay, know, they made these cars, and I actually love the cars. And uh, you get into a, you, you don't buy a car like that, not you know, like without the complete, full awareness that it's going to break down every nine feet on the road. Mm -hmm. uh, so I understand that, I get it, um, but like just even when it's working, which is mildly rare, even when it's working, uh, you just realize how far these cars have come. And it's not just the MG, which was even at the time not a particularly well-made car. Mm -hmm. um, but, you know, you th like they had a guy here who worked here for a while who had an old truck. And a couple of times we did the um, uh, the things we do uh, called uh, Quick Bites on Wonderful World Stew, where we'll take a guest to a drive-thru and order food and talk to them in the car, and the cameras are up in the car. Um, and just it was hard to dr focus on the interview and drive at the same time because yeah. they drive so, so poorly. Hard. Well, Glenn had a uh, an old truck for a while, and I think he gave it up because he, he really wanted this old old truck, and it was I don't know forties, late forties or fifties truck, and and um, seems like Tanya got it for him for his birthday. Remember this truck? Yes, yes. yes. And he Remember? could barely freaking drive the thing because it had no power steering. And no power brakes. And so everything you Oof. did took about eight times the effort that it takes today, or probably more than yeah. that. I mean, it's so effortless now to steer a car because of the power steering and the power everything. When you don't have that, it makes a lot of difference. You forget how difficult. It was like, you know, it's a struggle just to turn the wheel. 
So uh, yeah, no, it is. Uh, in this car that I, that I just bought, hmm. it's a 1978 uh, MGB. It's like uh, you know, a little tiny convertible. If you don't know what they look you like, spend a couple and hours under the hood every night in the garage too. You get that thing purring nice every day. I mean, it's great, but it's that hmm. is what you're right. That's all it is. Like you're just, it's just a fix it. To, like you're just yeah. fixing it all the time. And I, you know, that makes no sense at all. And I, I fully admit that. But like just turning corners, like when you come out of your driveway. Normally, like it's just like you're like one finger like, zzz, with your with your wheel. It's like so easy to turn. This is like you know you got to like lean into it. You're like, <laughs> you know what I mean, just to get it to move. It's just they don't do it, and the brakes are worse. The brakes are actually worse because you could drive it in right. like the steering. Mm-hmm. I, I, some of it I actually like because you really have a feel for the road. But like the brakes, you jam on these things, and very little occurs. You're like, yeah. it's like that. Yeah, they're not power. They're, they're just, not disc. No, no. They're you know. It's just it's, it's just a different the way world. They were. It's but I mean, and that's probably why he lost control of his car and smashed it into a parked Mercedes when he was drag racing. Probably true. I would definitely not Dumbo. do drag, drag, drag racing. I, I, I had that. a Pontiac Firebird uh, for a while, and it was a little later version than that. Was it, it like the '80s ones? Yeah. yeah. It was. I th- if in fact it was either in, I think it was 1980 or '81, when nice. I got the thing. Uh, thinking i was very but, cool and that's and the thing like you go back and you drive a car that's a nice car from like the mid 80s or something you know because i had like a <laughs> at one point on like a 19 i actually had an early 80s car uh, as like my first car that i owned and it was a 1981 buick skylark uh which was a very bad car however even then it's come much, a long way yeah. since then oh yeah buicks oh yeah Big but time. i mean take the cheapest car that you can go in i don't know what it is a, a kia or you go in to buy a twelve thousand dollar car right now, brand new, with very with no features on it. Yeah. It is a complete dream compared to the greatest cars on the road from twenty years ago. For, yes, from I the seventies, from seventies or eighties, even yeah. even in the eighties, uh-huh. and I would say some of them even in the nineties. I mean, they are the it's cars true. are so much better, and the prices have not gone up. In fact, they've actually overall come down when it, when you factor in inflation, uh, and especially for what you're getting. Oh, not to mention air conditioning and all the features, the GPS and a lot of them. I mean, I, I'm the blown G- away by the features in like a um, a Ford Escort. Yeah. We'll have features like uh, navigation system and, and like speak to play music, play like, music, and you can record CDs into the hard drive of the Escort. Yeah. That kind of stuff. I I mean. It's amazing what yeah. these cars can do. They really it's, it's amazing. It is amazing, and it's and then it just shows. I mean, it's just freaking capitalism, man. And then that is like yeah. it just shows. The car is a good example of. I mean, the cars people lusted after not too long ago, are cars now that if they came out All today like that would mm-hmm. be trash, trash. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you know they're like, oh, they used to build them uh, stronger, and there are certain things that they did that were they they spent a lot more money on certain. Yeah, they were um, probably heavier, aspects. and they're certainly heavier, and, and certainly way worse on gas as mm-hmm. well. Um, because I mean, like this MG weighs like 19 pounds, and I can't get. It's like the worst gas mileage of any car I've ever. I know. Driven. In order to change the tire, you just pick it up in the back end, <laughs> yeah, right? It's like, and then slap the yeah, tire it's on. It's much the other harder hand. to steer than to lift. <laughs> uh, it is a. It's an interesting experience to go through it. And, of course, capitalism brings us back to the real story of the day. Which is? Mac and Cheetos. Mac and Cheetos. Now, think oh my about God. this. Think about this for a second. I don't want to think anymore. I just want to eat. But I just don't know if they're here yet. So oh, I'm trying okay. To let's think about them. it then for a okay. minute. Um, think about this for a moment. <clears throat> but they are here. A delicious snack food like Cheetos. 
combined with the deliciousness of mac and cheese, prepared as only Burger King. Did this happen in the Soviet Union? No. No, my friend, it did not. Did it? Did it happen in Cambodia's, in Pol Pot's Cambodia? No. No, it did not. Did the Khmer Rouge come up with mac and cheese? No, they did not. No, they did not. Did not. See, dumb. No. Come up with the. Mac, mac and cheese toes. toes. No, he did not. <laughs> no. He was too busy killing people. You know why? Because they didn't come up with mac and cheetos either. Right. So that's the one justified action you can say right now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's take a break. Come back Stupid with a... Stupid gear says it was yeah. okay for Mouse. time to kill millions. Of course, they'd never write that. They'd never they complain because they like they Mao. Him. They, they put him Mao. on freaking Christmas ornaments. They love Mao. Back in a second with mac and cheetos. I didn't hear you say spoons that time. Oh, spoons. Mm. Oh, these smell pretty good. Yeah, these are, here they are. Okay, our spoon segment today is the world-renowned, highly acclaimed Mac and Cheetos. Now, you could do your own spoons today because these they are um, released nationwide today. Although they're in stores on like. the weekend. i got to tell you, That's the restraint like. it took oh my for God. me not to go buy these things oh this weekend. Is, uh, How do we know you didn't? Because Seriously, I, you know how why? do we know you, know you why didn't? I didn't? Why? Because I wanted to taste test them for the first time on a freaking show I do in which we uh-huh. taste test food. All right. Are we ready now? Can we get, talk about the, the the texture? The No. <laughs> oh, boy, the texture. <laughs> You're both already eating them? Mm-hmm. They're in my hands, boy. Go ahead and talk about the texture. I mean, I was going to say, I, I, <laughs> I kind of expected them. How are they? First of all, how are they? Cheesy. They're dangerously cheesy. The That's cheesiness could like, kill you. That's how dangerous cheese is. You just read that from the is. box. It just says dangerously <laughs> cheesy right here. Well, they're right. Uh, they're good. Um, they're good. So I like mean, mozzarella stick size, uh, curved a little bit like a Cheeto, an mm-hmm. actual Cheeto. Um, the outside, I would say, I expected a little bit more like Cheeto dust on the outside. Uh-huh. They are orange, but I don't actually know why. It doesn't seem like they're actually dipped in Cheeto dust. They could be no, rolled. They do have some kind of. They should have some dipping sauce. Uh, they do That's come with exactly. Actually, they what come I was with ranch. Thinking. Oh, they do? Yeah, do they come with any ranch in the thing? No. But we were ripped off, is what you're saying? They do come with ranch, typically. There it is. There's the Cheeto. Now, inside of this uh, mozzarella stick type of coating it, yeah. is um, uh, macaroni and cheese, actual macaroni and cheese. Which is pretty good. Now, I, I made this case good. to Pat off, I like off the air uh, earlier. In, Have you still not tried one? No, I, well, I was talking about them. This is to say when we talk about the food and then mm-hmm. we eat it. Mm-hmm. And then we talk about what afterwards. Yeah, get, 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 get a little I thought the section. segment was we eat it and then we talk about that's it. The well, inside. that's part of it. There's a little lead up. Um, so the point here is that if okay. they released, if, if Burger right. King released fried macaroni and cheese on their menu, I would certainly be there trying it. Uh-huh. But I don't think there would be this phenomenon that you're seeing with the mac and Cheetos. Like, you tie it into that brand. <clears throat> like, for example, Taco Bell had uh, Doritos Locos Tacos. If it was just cheese-coated tacos... Cheese-coated taco shells. I don't think anybody would care. But the Doritos Locos Tacos really, like, brought it home, I think. For most yeah, people. the brand name helps. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to try it now. All right. Yeah, like, the coating The coating is uh, not I, actually cheesy. I thought there was it's actually going to be, like, Cheetos inside them. You know, little pieces of Cheetos. Yeah. That's really not. Really? Maybe a little kick inside the cheese. Uh-huh. With the coating, that'd be good. I mean, they're good. Plus. They're good. Would I go nuts and buy them every day? No. What's exciting about these? Mm-hmm. Um, mm. They're only 310 calories. 
for the whole for the whole box or less, less calories one? in a, in a box of these less calories in a box of these than a, than a small fry. Well, that's pretty good. Pretty good, right? Um, there's okay, six, so this, sixty calories a piece. This basically. whole thing is only three hundred and ten yeah. calories. Mm-hmm. Are you kidding me? That's awesome. I know. So, here's what I'd say for that. Got a they're chocolate they're shake delicious for yeah, that. They're really good for that. Um, what I'd say is, hmm, they're like a very ch- like a more cheddar leaning. A cheddar slash American combination <clears throat> leaning mozzarella stick almost is what their taste is. The mm-hmm. outside does not have a cheesy burst to it. Like, you put your tongue just on the outside, and you're getting no cheesiness. It's just like a breading. True. Inside, however, is very cheesy. Very. Um, appropriately yeah. cheesy. I will say the picture does not look like that. The one I have in my hand. Well... I think a lot of it has to do with the congealing of a cheese over a trip from a, in a car and then coming into a room where it's 26 degrees below zero. <laughs> it uh, is not 26 below zero in this room, I'll guarantee you that. I don't even have my heater here today. You know how cold I am? Usually there's a heater by me. You can't see it. In Why do you have a heater? I don't it's know. Broken. It's, here today. it's broken. It broke. Sorry. <laughs> All right. Did not break. <laughs> yeah, it does. I don't know. The more I eat them, the more I like them. Yeah, I like them. But I wish. They're pretty good. I, I would like the Cheeto. Would... I would like my hands to come off of this and be orange. Like, I want my fingers to I would also like little chips of Cheetos inside the, the mac and cheese. That's what I thought they were doing. That's a good idea. Pat I like Ray. that idea. But they didn't do that. It would have made it, it would have made the texture yep. more crunchy. Give you that little extra kick, little, kick, too. Yeah, little things of Cheetos in there. And then uh, that little crunchiness with the mac and cheese would have been awesome. Like, for example, if you made this a little bit wider, right? Yeah. And actually put one entire Cheeto for the length. Right. Yes. And then wrap the mac and cheese yeah, around it. And you it. could do that, and I would then, think, without that much. When they come out of the fryer, roll them in actual Cheeto dust. Yes. Okay. Yes. Then, then you got something. Then you're on. Now something. you just have an unbelievably great thing. I'm pretty sure my wife, <laughs> be, my wife, will make those bad boys. <laughs> and they settled for an unbelievably great thing. When they could have what when I they could just have described, had. and you just described. Uh huh. Oh but my god. Yeah. It's good. They're good. Yeah, they're really I like them. good. And I, I like thumbs know, up on this. Uh huh. Cheesy snacks? No, is this a forever thing, or is this one of those limited-time deals? Um, I believe it is a, uh, I think it's a limited-time thing. However, if they're popular, they're going to keep them, right? Doritos Locos Tacos, I think, was initially a temporary thing, but they were popular. They used to have something called Cheesy Tots at Burger King, which were delicious, um, and they got rid of those. There's a similar vibe here, but these are actually a little bit more cheesy. I'm a fan. Thumbs up on them, though. Good job, Burger King. Uh You you, you didn't get to be king out of heritage. You just, Mm -hmm. you you won that game. Yep. Hmm.